Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Voice, the show where we discuss all things voice acting and what it takes to be a voice actor. We're going to do something different in this episode, as we're not only going to talk about voice acting, but we're also going to talk about acting and how studying acting could also help influence with voice acting and how they're both related. My guest today is Christopher Alford, a college student who's studying acting and voice acting. Christopher, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. So what got so I I, I want to ask this um, right off the bat. What got you into acting and why did you want to pursue it? So I've been into film and television and games and everything media related since I was a kid. Um, but specifically, my brother and I, as kids, we made little movies with our family friends and with um, my dad and with my mom and with people that came over to our house. We always like found some reason to make a little movie. Um, one specific is, um, so actually on the 4th of July one year when we were probably both in like elementary middle school, we tried to make a copy of the Lord of the Rings, uh, the second movie, um, all in the span of one entire day. Um, so I've just I've just always loved making movies and acting and um, being involved with this kind of stuff ever since I was a kid. Nice. Um, so you and I met before, and we spoke about what exactly your major is. But for those who are tuning into the show and don't know, could you explain what exactly is your major and what do you do? Yeah. So my major is acting for film, television, voiceover, and commercials. So we kind of get an all-encompassing um, acting training involving acting for media, not just for stage. Um, this is a, a bit more of a specialized program when um, many people study general acting or theater um, or musical theater as other routes. This one is specifically for film and television. And then we also do get some training in voice work and in commercial work to help us really get into this industry specifically. Awesome. And how, how long are usually the classes that you take for those uh, for acting? So our acting class, we have three times a week and it's an hour and a half each time we meet. Um, we also have different voice classes, which right now we're meeting for three hours, one day a week. Um, and then we also have um, like film history classes, TV history, we have script classes. We also do have voiceover classes um, that I'm going to be taking more of next year as well. Um, and we actually have a clown class too. And that I'm having right now, that's, an, that's a three hour class, one day a week. Nice. Um, so for the vo voice classes that you're taking, I know because uh, you and I spoke before that those kind of act like warm ups to the actual classes that you're going to have next semester. So what exactly is it that you do in those classes? Yeah, so my general voice class right now is called vocal production and it's a two semester class. I'm in my second semester of this class right now and we really go through the warm-up of preparing our voice for speaking, whether that be saying a monologue for, from Shakespeare, which I'm working on right now, 
or for our scene work or for voice acting even. Uh, so we actually follow pretty closely to a book called Freeing the Natural Voice by Kristen Linklater. And the book provides a good foundation for how to bring your voice into your body and how to wake up your body and then of course wake up your voice and we learn about resonators and where our voice can come from to get different um like richnesses or value to get different values from our voice and all of that stems back to us starting off the class just patting our body down so we can feel present in our body. And it sounds like pretty simple and almost unrelated stuff at times. But as we go along, we learn that warming up our body and allowing the channels um, in, our, in our throat and in our mouth and how to use the soft palate and the difference between like our resonators, like I was talking about in our teeth and our mouth and our skull and our chest, um, they all give your voice the character that you are, and then you can learn to manipulate it and change it and become the character that you're trying to play. So it's been a really beneficial class that definitely is preparing me for any future work, whether I go into um, specifically voice acting or just general acting like in film and television, um, like many of us are here for. And I assume since it is uh, Shakespeare, what you're doing, that with the olden English literature, I'm pretty sure it must be hard for you to kind of get the words and, you know, and make sure that you actually get it right. Uh, how, how, so when you do kind of like those kind of things, what's usually your process on going about like getting it right and actually nailing it? Yeah, so actually just today I had vocal production and we had a 45 minute self-led warm-up where we all warm up on our own in in the room together uh so i started off with the padding down like i mentioned and then slowly i found my breath and then i found a touch of sound where i started making noise and we make weird noises all the time when preparing for speaking i'll i'll literally be screaming and sighing and Ahing the entire 45 minutes um, just to like warm up and I'm sure that I'm going to get noise complaints for doing this um, but <laughs> it's it really genuinely helps so for, for Shakespeare like we were doing today and I, I had to perform a monologue um, I really was I really was thinking about the words that my teacher had us pick out to, to almost paint like in our body. Um, one word was wicked. That's such a, a strong word to, to think about. So we thought of um, the articulation of wicked and what vowels are being used. Um, so I thought wicked and I thought of what wicked felt like in my body. And um, I, I let that sort of like paint a picture inside of me. And in Shakespeare, he uses such descriptive words and such confusing phrases at times yeah. that you really have to that you really have to let let the words find their meaning in you, because 
believe me, no one wants to hear you just read Shakespeare and recite word for word without any thought to what it means. We've all been through horrible Shakespeare classes and had rough experiences, I'm sure. Oh, but yeah. when you find, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But when you find that meaning, when you find that meaning of what it can mean and you can like really feel it in you, then it makes it interesting, not just for yourself, but for everyone listening. Right. And I want to get your opinion on this um, because um, I know that voice acting and acting are different in a, in a sense, but they're also kind of the same. Voice acting mainly requires you to uh, act with your voice and acting is like physical acting. But do you think that learning how to act contributes uh, to uh, uh, voice acting? Absolutely. Um, I would almost suggest that anyone that wants to get into voice acting should learn general acting and anyone that wants to do general acting should also have experience voice acting because well first of all when you're in the industry you're going to take any job you can get as an actor so exactly. i'm not i'm not going to be picky if i if i go into voice acting or acting um where i'm seen as well but it really is they're they're really all connected because the voice is used so much in both i know in voice in voice acting when you're not seen the character that you play really falls into the uniqueness and how you use your voice mm. when in acting it can you acting as in like screen and like film and tv acting it can the character can fall in the voice but really you use the voice more subtly as a tool in how you act in your body and for the camera. So it's really like, I feel voice acting is taking one aspect from um, film or TV or even theater acting and just like blowing up that one aspect and making that where all of your attention lies. Right. And have you have you started using microphones in the voiceover uh, class that you have, or is that going to be saved for uh, the actual voiceover classes next semester? Yeah. So right now we have not been using microphones in the class. Um, we do use microphones later on when we start recording um, our voices and we have character um, acting and character voice acting. But one thing that I think is helping me prepare for that is one of our one aspect of our warm up in vocal production is we look towards other people in the same room as us and we speak to them. If like having having someone or a target, even if it's a point on your wall, if you don't have someone to direct your voice to, find a point on the wall and and get your voice out to that point on the wall and that helps bring out that natural voice that you're trying to free, hence the title freeing the natural voice. Um, so finding that release of the voice towards something and pinpointing that in whether it's in a person or, or a point on a wall, I think that really is our microphone. Um, and that's the microphone that people on stage have to use because Sometimes they're not even mic'd up and they have to find that point across the room or acting for film and television. 
you don't always have a little personal mic on you. Sometimes there's just a boom microphone that's being held above you and you have to get your voice out, not saying you have to look at the microphone and speak to it, but you have to get it out there. So I feel like all of that really connects to how I'll be using microphones in my classes next semester, because of course, what's voice acting without a microphone right in front of you that you have to scream into? Exactly. Uh, and, and I think the, the really cool thing about microphones is that um, they have like the frequency and the vibration so that everyone, even from like the back row and like an auditorium can hear you. Because if you don't use microphones, nobody, I think, past like the fourth row will hear you <laughs> if you don't use um, uh, microphones, which actually happened to me in a play uh, in high school. Uh, so not the best experience. <laughs> oh no, that sounds horrible, jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 it wasn't a, a mess all around. <laughs> um, yeah, microphones, microphones definitely are significant no matter what type of acting you're doing. They're relevant in every single way. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, so I wanted to ask you, because you already explained what you did in the voice acting classes, but I, I want uh, to kind of swoop a little bit back into the acting uh, part. What exactly are you doing in your acting classes right now? Yeah, right now in my general acting class, we are working on scenes from, from film um, because that's, that is the primary focus. And we are, we, so, so right now we're working on scenes from film and we have assigned a scene for each person in class. And then we have a reader who is someone else in the class being our partner, but each of us really gets our own time to focus on our own scene right now. And really having acting at this like every single semester is so beneficial because as we're taking these other classes like vocal production we can start to apply the things we're learning in our acting like every single semester there's no break in in us practicing our acting and applying these skills so i'm able to apply these um warm-ups and these techniques that we're learning in vocal production like i mentioned resonators and um feeling the voice in our body. So it's really giving me a chance to apply these, these things in the acting that I do. I also have um, a physical prep class where we're very much feeling our bodies and learning how to move in them and expressing with our body. And I feel like that ties in so much with our vocal production class and they all connect when we get into acting and we can finally use everything that we're gaining, whether it's voice understanding, body understanding, um, which I feel like body understanding is also important in voice acting, which course, I feel yeah. like, I feel like, I feel like people don't really acknowledge that much. Um, so it's really a chance to bring all of my skills together and let it, let it come out um, through my acting. Right. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, because I know that motion capture is also part of, of acting. Do you know, based on your knowledge, if any of your future classes, whether it's voice acting or acting, that you're going to be working with mocap suits? So my major um, does not include motion capture. And I'm 
not sure there's a single major in the entire country that, or in the entire world even, that has such access to equipment like that besides maybe some film production majors. Um, I don't know, but I, my major does not have that. We actually just got a new head of our major for acting for film and television, voiceover and commercials. Um, and he, in his, in his application process, he actually did mention to us that he would like to include some aspects of that because that is part of, of the of the of the of the industry it's used both in voiceover acting where characters are all animated but it's also used in in like regular screen acting where the people are on camera it's used in in, in all aspects of film and tv and i definitely see that being um used in in my future i definitely expect to be to have to learn to be familiar with that so i'd hope i'd get those kinds of experiences um over the next few years or early into my career right and and, and the thing with motion capture it, i personally think it's very beneficial because like 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 exactly what you said like you know there you're acting on screen with the motion capture outfit on set but then later on you get cgi into like a creature or uh to like an alien or, or something like that. Um, and I, I, I think that um, that there actually should be classes on motion capture because I think that it really, not just to kind of understand how uh, to move with a motion capture suit, but also to understand like the technology and um, like the uses of it so that it, it'll be a lot easier instead of just using it for the first time on like a movie set, you know? I completely agree, yeah. Um, so I, I also wanted to ask, um, how hard are your classes right now? Like, are they hard or are they easy, but just a lot of work? Like, how, how is that? Yeah, so I don't know how to define hard in acting classes. I feel like that's a tough thing to, to define for acting. But what I will say is for all of my classes in my acting major, I feel like you can only get as much out of it as you put into it. So if you make it hard, I guess you could say, or if you make it something that requires you to put in tons of work and you make it tough, you'll get a lot out of it. And it will, it will help create and give you everything that you need to become successful. If you let the classes be easy, which you can get away with, and it's, it, it is kind of easy to get away with not doing anything in acting classes sometimes, as a lot of people imagine, or as a lot of people would think in acting classes. Yeah, sometimes we do just walk around class on all fours and then stand up and say how we feel. But if you put more into it and you really apply it in your in your work and you dedicate yourself to it and make it hard, then that's when you can get the most out of it. And that's when I've gotten the most. That's when I've got the most out of this. Right. Um, because a lot of people kind of uh, seem to underestimate kind of like acting and all that, because when they see it on film, they believe that, oh, you know, this is easy. You know, we're just going to go into an audition and, you know, just going to nail it but it actually takes a lot more than acting you also have to kind of 
be um you know you kind of have to be like the person who is like isn't like nervous uh too easily uh around like casting directors and also a person who is confident uh and a person who kind of really knows what they're doing because if you go in uh not knowing what you're doing then you're obviously not going to get the part so i i 100 agree with you when you say that because i think it's really important um that people actually uh, learn and actually not just learn uh acting but also kind of know how difficult it is and the difficulties and it's not always um you know an easy thing yeah and, and if you are a person that does get anxious or you feel like you don't have the confidence all you all you truly need to learn how to do is to pretend that you don't get anxious and pretend that you are confident because if you don't feel like you are if you learn how to pretend that you are you actually will be confident and you actually will lose that anxious feeling once you learn how to pretend and that is something that i feel like has helped me a lot because once you can pretend then you actually can be exactly um so i wanted to ask you what has been your favorite class so far out of the ones that you've taken so i'm gonna give two answers to this question awesome <laughs> the, the most fun is the clown class I'm in right now. I would have never expected to take a class about clown. Yes, literally when I say clown, I mean like, like red nose and all that type of clown. I would have never expected, I, I would have never expected to take that kind of a class in this major, let alone in my life. But again, somehow they proved to me that this is actually part of acting and just part of being a human. We really learn how to release the inner clown. And it's, it's basically you learn to have fun and you learn to fail and you learn to be okay with failing. And I've learned that I can be funny really easily. And I've also learned that I can be really not funny really easily mm -hmm. and that's okay. And to accept the failure and then keep on going is the most important part. It doesn't matter that you fail. It matters that you then go, oh, okay, now I got to actually try again. And the second try doesn't need to be funny either. It doesn't need to be good. Your second try, anything doesn't need to be good. But it's basically a, a class in perseverance and, and letting out that like inner child and the inner fun in you. And we just happen to also do stupid things the entire time and make each other laugh. And it's just a great time. <laughs> but then my second answer I'll say is just the general acting classes because we are acting scenes from movies we both heard of and admire and respect so much and getting a chance and we get chances to be these characters and be these people, but also I've gotten, I've, I've got scenes from movies and from plays before last year that I had never even heard of. And I looked into it and I found so much to love about these pieces of art that I've never even heard of. So it's not only a way for me to just get so many chances to act because any chance to act is a great chance uh, to, to practice and to learn, but also I'm being exposed to these works of art 
that I've never heard of or seen in my life and getting the chance to just see and watch and experience everything I can related to my industry is is a great experience I feel yeah um and on top of of that um uh, I wanted to ask you um what what are some dream goals uh you wish to accomplish in either uh voice acting or in the film industry as an actor or both so I would love to star in movies. Of course, what am I saying? Um, really, again, this is a tough question because I'm going to take anything I can get, but I feel like the type of acting I'd like to do is where I can do it all. Um, I would love to be in some sort of a film where I can do my own stunts maybe um i do have training i am a black belt in taekwondo and i have training in kickboxing and muay thai as well so i would love to be physical and do everything that my character does and um i feel like just getting into that zone um a lot of times in in sports um or when playing music people drop into that zone like if it's if it's like a really close game and you have a minute left um, or if you're playing a solo and you're improv and you're, you're improvising that zone that people feel when in those intense moments is what I want to feel when I act and I have felt it before and it feels so rewarding so being able to fully drop into some character and share that with the world would mean everything to me. So I have two more questions. Uh, we only have a minute left, so I want to ask uh, two more questions. Um, so my first question is, what is your advice to someone who wants to get into either the film or the voice acting industry and who are studying the same thing as you? And what would you tell them, like, what to expect and kind of like what they could they can do? Yeah, I understand everyone comes from such different backgrounds and levels of experience and amount of resources they have to them. What I would say is start creating for yourself. Um, and along with that, just start reaching out, look online, look for places to submit for acting. Um, there are websites I know for um, screen acting, but there are also websites for voice acting, which I feel like voice acting feels like a much tougher industry to get into, but I really think it's so doable because everything you can do, you have access to from home if you have some sort of internet connection and your iPhone. So start creating for yourself. I, what I What I mean by that is if you have some friends that are interested in the same things you are, or if you want to create something for yourself, um, maybe like draw and come up with voices for characters or record things on your phone and then record voices for them on your phone. Just like start letting that creative side of you come out um, or find, find where it is in you. And I've said it twice already using your phone, iPhones or any phone really has such good microphones like people always say oh the best thing you can use is in your pocket it, it's it's so accurate 
Like you have a camera, you can record yourself if you want to act, um, not just voice act, but the, you have the microphone right there. Of course, you can get microphones online and you can build your own little studio and do everything from the comfort of your home, but just do something. Like it, everything feels so overwhelming at times of, oh yeah, there are so many levels to this, but just start doing something. It doesn't matter if that thing is gonna be the thing to make or break you, but becoming a person that can create and share creatively is, is the key to it all. And as soon, the sooner you start from a point of realizing that this is the time to start, the sooner you can like make that start, the easier everything will be for the rest of your career and, and your life. And for my last question, uh, how many years is your um, uh, uh, is your major? Because you're studying like a lot of things. So how many years is it in total? So this is a general BFA program. So it's a Bachelor of Fine Arts. It's a four-year program. I'm currently in my second year. So we go through our four years. And then by the time we get to the end of our four years, we have a showcase for people in the industry and they can come and pick us up right there and say they want to work with us. And if by chance we don't find chances, find opportunities to work after these four years, we still have a resume and a reel built up throughout these four years that can really just get us going right after. Um, some people that I know um, after this program go on to a master's degree that is completely optional and really it's not none of this is even like technically required but I feel like this is really for me a good way to get myself on the right track because I have experience acting from before um, but this program still has been so beneficial to me because it's really helping me understand, um, really understand this industry and get myself going. Um, something that I, that I could do outside and not related to this, but it just, it, it just, it's right for me. And I think that's the essence of it is this felt right for me. So these four years I'm gonna be making the most of. And I truly hope that, um, it gets me to the places that I, I hope to be. Awesome. And I'm going to sneak in one last question here because we already asked that, but I want to sneak in one last question. Um, mm -hmm. Have you, have they already like taught you or are you learning like how to go into auditions and how to like actually audition for uh, roles? We have an audition technique techniques class that we take I believe our junior or senior year. Um, so we do get experience and training on how to audition. But I think that the best way to gain experience auditioning is just to audition. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the things I say feel redundant, but I've gained so much experience auditioning just by applying online 
through websites without an agent. Something I wanna I wanna tell is I don't have an agent and I've already booked um, um, film projects and a, a small TV project. And I've got, I've, I've, I've received jobs before and I've earned jobs before just by auditioning and learning how to audition on my own. And um, it's really just an experience that it feels so good knowing that, um, it feels so good finishing an audition knowing that next time you know how to do that even better. So it's, it's a constant learning process, but it's a cycle that will never end. And I'm almost glad it, it's never gonna end because it always feels so good knowing that I know what I'm doing and I'm always learning. Awesome. All right. Well, that just about does it for the show. Uh, I want to thank Christopher for coming on. I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, thank a, you so much for having me. Yeah, I, I had a great time talking to you today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, so this is Logan Volandi from kpcradio.com. Uh, and I guess I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>